Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 14. Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai, what about Dakota Kai? What about Dakota Kai, indeed? Uh, this week consisted of Raw episode 1297, SmackDown 972, Mixed Match Challenge Week 12, the finale, 205 Live number 61, and main event number 288, and NXT 441. This is the final week. Leading into WrestleMania weekend, NXT TakeOver New Orleans, and WrestleMania 34. I am so excited. I am recording this right before I head to the airport. Um, so I'm going to try to keep this quick so I can get some other stuff done before I leave. Um, but uh, I have some notes here. Let's go through them quick and then talk predictions and hopes and dreams and all of that. First up on Raw... Um, Stephanie danced her way out to her entrance theme and, um, it, it made me question what that, what the heck is going on. Anyway, we had a Q and a session hosted by a coach between, uh, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And the best part of this, even though, uh, um, it, it, it worked, even though the delivery of it wasn't wasn't great is 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 pretty broken up um but it didn't need to be because everybody got what you meant and the crowd went wild and i went wild it was very very funny that she asked (laughs) she's asking stephanie which one of which one of her arms she writes with is she right-handed she says yeah of course and she says oh good because i just wanted to make sure you can still sign my checks pretty sick burn um Next, we had a great match. Again, I watched the Hulu version of the show, so I feel like there's probably some some amount of this match that was cut out the middle of it. Um, but Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. I, I, I watched the first time watching it. I wasn't paying that much of attention. Um, I caught a couple of the great moments. The second, I went back and watched it a second time. I was like, oh, man, this is really good. Um but uh, mostly after the commercial break on Hulu. And then the third time I watched it, it, it was even better. Um, it's made even better by The Miz on commentary. Uh, the first half of the match, he's, he's very happy about his newborn daughter. And then the second half of the match, he is way into the match. He's getting excited. He's like, I love this. Keep it going. Of course, he could be saying that. Because he wants them to beat the crap out of each other so that he has an easier time beating either one of them on, on Sunday. But it was still he didn't he didn't indicate that much. He was reacting as if he was he was really into the match. Um and I think he, he and I think he really was. Um uh, so that was really cool. Uh and then we had Braun Strowman reveal his partner Brains, his twin brother. Um, and, uh, a beatdown ensued upon the bar. Uh, there's a whole blubber thing, uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss, uh, turned into a whole making fun of Nia Jax thing. So hopefully, um, that's, uh, that's behavior that's, um, um, uh, punished with a, a beatdown by Nia Jax. Even if Nia doesn't actually win, 
Um, I could see Carmella cashing in on that after Nia just completely destroys Alexa. Um, because the last time they faced each other, I think Alexa just kind of like ran away or something. I don't know. Um, Cena comes out, challenges Undertaker again, and he says he he uh, left his hat in the ring, but he also left his balls at home. Um, well, the, the Undertaker is at home. So he's right where his balls are. So that doesn't that doesn't really work, does it? Does it, John Cena? Um, we had I just wrote Nia interview and I don't remember what happened in it. So we'll move on. We had a tag team match: Asuka and Dana Brooke versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Um, why did I write? Asuka makes Mickey James tap out, and then Nia Jax attacks. Alexa. Um, and then we had a whole Brock segment to end the night uh, with the locker room at the entrance ramp to protect him from Roman Reigns. But uh, Roman comes out and they, they're all like, yeah, go for it. Um, after Roman makes a plea to them that why, why are you letting this part-time guy, why are you protecting him? All of that. Uh, he hits him with a bunch of... He hits him with a bunch of... He hits him with a bunch of... Superman punches, a bunch of punches, a Superman bunch of Superman punches, um, but uh, Brock still hits him with an F5, and uh, yeah, so there we go, what's going to happen? Oh wait, so it was announced by uh, UFC, specifically Dana White, that Brock Lesnar is coming to UFC at some time in the, the future, near future. Um, and, uh, lots of folks are upset that that announcement was made before WrestleMania. Cause that like spoils the WrestleMania match. It does it though. And what if that is part of swerving us? What if Brock Lesnar actually does win? And then he, and then the next night he pulls a Dolph Ziggler and is like, I don't even care about this crap. And, uh, takes off, um, on Monday night raw, but the last fine, the final appearance of Monday night raw. And, uh, the reason I thought, like, why is everybody so upset about this news coming out when they literally are talking about it for a, a good amount of the time um, during the Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman segments? This night we have earlier in the night, Paul Heyman is talk, obviously talking to somebody on U, uh, in the UFC on the phone when he's interrupted by Kurt Angle, and then uh, in the actual in-ring segment. He says, I, since Brock Lesnar is going to be waving hello from the UFC. Uh, and he did say that right after saying, if something um, unforeseen happens, that Brock slips on a banana peel and loses the, the Universal Championship. Oh, <laughs> if that is actually how the match ends, that would be kind of great. That Brock Lesnar loses the Universal Championship because he slips on a banana peel during the match. I love it. I love it. Go with it, please. Have <laughs> it's a, um, it's a banana. He he will banana split with the, the championship. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> skipping a bit ahead. We're skipping past two episodes. Because this is the order that I watched. The Mixed Match Challenge finale. The Miz and Asuka take on Charlotte Flair and Bobby Roode. 
and the single word named people win. <laughs> Team Asuka wins for Rescue Dog Rocks, and it was uh, it was awesome. This match was really great. We had all kinds of interaction because um, the last few weeks we didn't, haven't really gotten this very much other than between Alexa and Braun, but they're partners. But as far as uh, making saves uh, across uh, by attacking the other other person, um, the uh, opposite gender uh, opponent, that happens a couple of times in this match, and uh, it was kind of refreshing from the last few weeks. We had um, we had Charlotte's initiate. She didn't get the full figure eight, but she got the figure four locked in on the Miz. Um, I loved on commentary that, that, uh, Corey was talking about how Ric Flair passed down the figure four to, um, to the Miz, but then Charlotte stole it from him and, uh, improved it to the figure eight. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. See, nobody got disqualified for it. So that's, that's a precedent for, um, this weekend, uh, Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, all that. Um, so I, I can imagine we're going to see a, quite a bit more of that type of thing in that match. But, um, and that, then the, the win was made possible, um, when Bobby Roode had the upper hand on the Miz, but then Oscar just kicks him in the back of the head. And uh, Miz is able to to get the skull crushing finale and the win. By the way, okay, so we're talking about the Miz. Let's talk about that Intercontinental Championship match um, uh, again. I, going right for it, uh, right for the predictions of it. Um, I don't know who's going to win. Whoever wins this match, I am totally happy with. Um, but the thing that we have not seen before that I think would be pretty sweet and it would it would possibly work. I think it would work is, and I apologize to Finn for this because it means that he's getting hit with this move, but a combination of the skull crushing finale and the curb stomp at the same time would be devastating and crazy. And I think um, everybody would go pretty wild for that. Um, so I am hoping we, we see some form of that. And it doesn't have to it, it it doesn't have to spell the end of the match because uh Seth could go right after instead of um going for the pin, or maybe the Miz goes for the pin, uh but then Seth breaks it up because obviously he's he's in the best position after that move because he's still on his feet. Um he breaks up the pin and then hits <laughs> Oh my gosh. He could hit um <clears throat> He hit the Miz with the curb stomp right after that because he's right there on the ground, also face down. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, the curb stomp could just could just be on the Miz in the first place as he's doing the skull crushing finale, and then it's the really skull crushing finale, and then Seth stands tall over both of them. Okay. Anyway, that's my only very specific prediction. For this weekend, SmackDown episode 972. Um, Daniel Bryan insists that they uh, they don't shake hands; they got a hug, 
And Shane says, oh, it kind of works. We're on the same page now. Uh, we had Charlotte versus Natalia, which is uh, why we have Charlotte have to have a match right before the Mixed Match Challenge finale. Huh? Huh? And then up next, well, okay, Bobby Roode was not in a match, but um, he did have stuff to do. He did get involved. He did get attacked, I think, at some point. I think, uh, did he RKO? Did he get an RKO? He might have. Um, but anyway, Charlotte won versus Natalia. And then Carmella tried to cash in, but Charlotte's like, no freaking way. It's just sock. She, oh, I talked about this last week. She socks. Socks makes more sense to mean kick than punch because you wear socks on your feet, which is what you kick with. What do you think? What do you think? Um, okay. Um, she just kicks the 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 briefcase out of her hands it's uh possibly my favorite moment of this week um there's a, i i may have already said that i may say that again but uh yeah that was pretty great um so she uh puts the figure eight on natalia and she kicks out oh yeah this is before the, the match actually ended then oscar comes out and of course asserts her dominance let's charlotte know that she's going to win that's that oscar's gonna she did she's not letting charlotte know that charlotte's gonna win she's letting her know that oscar's gonna win um so we had bobby Roode on commentary uh for rusev versus gender um rusev won but then got hit by an rko out of nowhere aiden english tries to make the rescue but bob uh bobby Roode pushes aiden into another rko and that was pretty cool um and a sing brother um whichever sing brother this is i forget which one uh his name but um he sings and they <laughs> they they finally got to it they finally put that put that together to have a sing brother sing um he sings very very well very like am- amazingly well i i want to See if he has put out any recordings um, with uh, with with symphonies, uh, backing backed by a symphony singing opera or something. Um, okay, um, we had a weird tag team match. It was four on four team of Ty Dillinger, Zack Ryder, and the uh, Fashion Police, which I abbreviated as FF for some reason. Um, versus Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, one half of the Colognes, Primo, and uh, Mojo Raleigh. Uh, Baron Corbin won the match um, after pinning Fandango. So is this pre- this is like a, a sort of preview of some of the people that would be in the Battle Royal. So that they win it in a very different way than the Battle Royal. But uh, it would have been weird if they had an eight-person Battle Royal leading into the Battle Royal. Yeah. And then we had uh, Kevin and Sami Zayn come out. Um, that sounds like Kevin is also last named Zayn. But uh, we get a We Deserve It chant from Sami Zayn. And uh, then Daniel Bryan and uh, Shane McMahon come out and say, Hey, hey, everybody get your cameras out because this is the last time we will ever see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on SD Live. Smackdown. He said Smackdown Live, not SD Live, but I wrote SD Live. 
Um, and then our main event was AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura versus American Alpha 2 or American, Be- American Beta. Um, so you got to add the B at the beginning of that so it's um, still alliteration. Um, Chad Gable and ben- uh, Shelton Benjamin. Um, this match was, was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, AJ and uh, Shinsuke were a little bit protective of each other, which, uh, you know, it's a bit different. Uh, normally, you want them to beat the crap out of each other, but they want to face each other at the best, uh, at their best. AJ Styles wins the match after he hits Chad Gable with a phenomenal forearm. Um, he leaves the ring, and then Benjamin attacks Shinsuke Nakamura after a little bit of hesitation. Um, AJ gets up onto the uh, onto the apron, ready to help Shinsuke, but he takes care of things himself. And as he turns around to face AJ Styles, he winds up for the phenomenal forearm and stops short. He launches off the ropes and everything, and Nakamura is shielding himself, preparing for it. And uh, like last week when Nakamura... Uh, stopped short of the Kinshasa. Um, AJ stops, doesn't hit him, actually hit him, and then gives him the nice pat on the head. This match is going to be so good. Oh my, this is like my top three most anticipated matches of the weekend. The other two, oh man, there's four, five. Okay, the other five. <laughs> The rest of the five, okay, on uh, at WrestleMania, pretty much all of Takeover is going to be so good. Um, so let's just talk about WrestleMania. That uh, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be awesome, but also, uh, well, as I already mentioned, the Intercontinental Championship match is going to be great. Um, but on the kickoff show, everybody's got to watch this. Please, everybody, watch this so that the, these guys get more and more time because they're freaking killing it. Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship. That is going to be uh, so, so good. When those two fought each other just as a friendly competition a couple months ago, I think it was, maybe back in, in maybe in even like February was when that happened. Um, that match was, it was so good, and there wasn't even any stakes to it. They weren't there. There was no reason for it other than just to see what each other's got. And now they're fighting for the championship, and it's going to be so good. I'm super excited for that. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll talk about the NXT stuff in a few minutes. So uh, speaking of two hundred five live, that brings us to two hundred five lives episode this week. Um, we had a tag team match, Lucha House Party. Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado uh, in this configuration, as Kalisto would have a match later on that night, um, versus Akira Tozawa and Hideo Tommy, who do not have an official or unofficial tag team name yet. Um, but uh, this match was thrown out uh, as uh, it resulted in a brawl. You guys just going at it after each other. No regards for who's the legal man and all of that. Um, but uh, th- this broke out after Atami tried to unmask Metallic, and that's not cool, dude. It's not cool, dude. We're going to beat you down for that. Um, 
let's see. Uh, Drew Gulak versus Mark Andrews is postponed, which I was a little bit disappointed by, but I eventually realized that means that I'm going to get to see it in person next week on Tuesday, and that's pretty awesome. Um, we had one slide of a PowerPoint presentation. Um, why is he going to win? I think is the question. It's uh, because I could. The Philadelphia submission artist, the what is the nickname that it was? He's he's good at submission holds. <laughs> That's a great nickname. He's he's good at submission holds. Yeah. Um, we had Tony Nice versus Jonathan Pierce. So of course Tony Nice won after a flying Nice into a pin. Uh, and then the match of the week, I'd say. And many people are saying, and it is not exaggerated because this match is friggin' awesome. Um, although some might say that um, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins is better, and uh, a certain star rating would indicate indicate as such. But seeing as I I think I missed a lot of that match due to the editing of the Hulu version and the international YouTube version. It's not just it's not Hulu's fault. It's what they they get sent. But um, they uh, what was I saying? Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto is freaking awesome. So many great great moments. The thing that stuck out the most to me, and this is uh, in a match where somebody gets suplexed onto the edge of the apron in a brutal fashion. More brutal than the actual like times that got messed up the last few weeks um, in similar positions. But uh, in a match that contained that, in a match that contained a monkey flip onto the announcer's desk, um, the thing that stuck out to me the most, the most memorable to me, is that these guys made an Irish whip a high-impact move that looked like Kalisto's just devastated by getting sent into the turnbuckles oh man like that's how on fire these guys were that like the most standard thing that you don't even really think about being a, an issue looked like it's it, it partially um it, it it may have shortened his lifespan from how hard he hits that and the sound it made my goodness um so yeah this this match um was ended by murphy's law good name i don't know it, it, is this the first time they've used that name for his finisher uh the angle that we got of this finisher i i don't know if he actually did it differently but it did look differently from um the other from a camera on the other side that uh, Kaliso mostly landed on his leg um, as opposed to his back. So I don't know if, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting that um, if that is how it is, how it's normally done, we see it from the other side. It does not look like that's what's happening. But then again, maybe that isn't what it usually has happened is usually how that move happens. I don't know. But anyway, great, great, great match. And Buddy Murphy got the win. And uh, him versus 
whoever ends up champion, that's got to be the next championship match, right? Because all these other guys are going to be mixing it up in the tag team uh, scene because they make kind of a big deal about uh, the tag team thing. Um, And the rumor is that after WrestleMania that we're going to get a cruiserweight tag team championship, which if you every now and then you get people involved – from the cruiserweight division or not cruiserweight from NXT or the United Kingdom division. We already got Mark Andrews up in there. Um, uh, mustache, not mustache mountain, because I don't think Trent seven is qualifies as a cruiserweight, but, uh, Tyler Bates and, um, Oh, not even him. We have Roderick's. We have the potential winners of the dusty tag team classic and the NXT tag team championships. Um, they're, they're both cruiser. They're both, they have both competed against cruiserweights. I mean, one of them is called the bruiser weights because he is that uh, weight class and because he he's beats people up. Um, they could be uh, mix it up in, in that division. Um, very easily champions versus champions. Even if they come out with the tag team champions championship on Saturday, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, Buddy Murphy, however, uh, does not have an alignment um, with anybody in particular. So I could th- that is a very good situation for him to be going after um, whoever out of uh, Cedric and Mustafa wins the championship. Uh, that's what I was getting at. Okay, so NXT... Before uh, talk about NXT, because I want to go into predictions out of that. On main event, we had two tag team matches. Speaking of the 205 Live tag teams, um, uh, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali versus Tony East and Arya Daivari. Um, we got a Cedric pins Tony Nice after a lumbar check. I abbreviated that really strangely. Um, I said pin Nice. I guess I only abbreviated cedric's name um but that was strange enough to throw me off um we also had the club versus revival uh revival one after dash wilder um pins luke gallows as a result of the shatter machine so there we go all right nxt first what happened this week we had the final round of the dusty classic authors of pain versus Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong, but the Undisputed Era, thinking that they might get out of having to defend their championship. Um, atta- okay, so Bobby Fish is injured. Um, and so we have uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly um, attack these guys. Uh, the, the match gets thrown out, and they think, yeah, we're so smart. We don't have to defend because there's no winner of the dusty classic and regal comes out says, no no you're you're not so clever because uh it's gonna be a triple threat at takeover and the winner not only wins the tag team championship but they will also be declared as the winner of the the dusty classic so there is a potential for undisputed era to be the winners of the the dusty tag team classic without having even been in the tournaments up to that point. So how about that? Um, However, this, this creates a bit of a situation 
because Bobby Fish is injured, um, which means that uh, if Kyle O'Reilly is to have a partner for that match, then Adam Cole will have to uh, take that mantle and uh, and help him. However, that uh, he also he is already in the North American Championship uh, inaugural ladder match. Um, so he has he has some options. He can wrestle in both matches and go after both championships, defend one championship and go uh, go after winning the other. Um, he could with or he could withdraw from one of those two, and Kyle O'Reilly just be left hanging by himself. Maybe he'll find a replacement, or maybe he'll find a new member of Undisputed Era. Who could who could they get? Who could they get to join their team? They tried to recruit, although it's mostly a joking recruitment. Um, somebody recently, I can't remember who it was. Um, so anyway, that's where that's where we're at on that. And the cool, the really cool thing, I'm really, I'm super excited for Takeover. But then the next day, I had to buy. T- Once I found this out, I wasn't planning on going to Access on Sunday morning. But when I when I found out that uh, there's going to be all of these tournament these invitational tournaments, um, the winners of those tournament the, the the actual tournaments will conclude on Saturday night. But the next day, all of the winners of those tournaments will face the respective champions of those divisions. So we're going to have a UK Championship match, a North American Champion match, the first title defense for the person who won it the night before, um, a tag team. NXT NXT tag team championship match and an NXT women's championship match. Um, so yeah, I had to get tickets for that. Even if I don't, uh, do anything else that day, but just sit and watch all of those matches. That's going to be pretty awesome. Um, okay. So I, I will definitely be talking about those on the podcast. I don't know if, uh, I'm sure they'll post at least highlights of those cause they're championship matches. That's pretty cool. Um, Okay. Uh, next up, we had Kyrie Sane versus Vanessa Bourne, um, and uh, Kyrie won after hitting the insane elbow. Uh, we had an interview with Lacey Evans, where one of the interviewers is very, very, very dedicated to finding out uh, her thoughts, probably everybody's thoughts on Dakota Kai. <laughs> she hasn't even finished her sentence. He's like Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai. What about Dakota Kai? What do you think of Dakota Kai? Um, that whole uh, that whole interview was a little bit awkward. It, they, they wouldn't let her finish talking about anybody. Rude. But uh, <laughs> um, they do the same sort of format for these. Uh, they haven't been on NXT television, but they're on um, they're on YouTube and social media. Oni Lorcan. His interviews, and one of the interviewers is, uh, I'm pretty sure, is always Lars Sullivan asking really weird questions. <laughs> and, um, you know what? They could they could edit it so that the video ends because there's no real reason for it other than that they want to leave it in um, because nobody's talking or anything at the very ends. That um, <laughs> every time you you see uh, the the smirk take over uh oni's face is like this is so ridiculous um but i think that that actually does add some enjoyment to it okay 
we had uh, speaking of Laura Sullivan, Laura Sullivan versus Killian Dane. Um, it did not finish with a decision as all of the North American Championship participants um, came out to uh, assert their dominance to one another. I use that phrase already in this episode, um, but it's okay. That's that's one of the things that I like about this weekend that most of i'm not necessarily sure that this is this is particularly different from other pay-per-views other wrestlemanias other takeovers but it really seems to me that most everybody is very focused on simply beating the crap out of each other like a majority of the matches that's that's what that's their intent. There's not like AJ Styles with Shinsuke Nakamura is maybe the only one of the only exceptions. They're like, we don't <clears throat> we just want to have a great match and uh do our best, uh show each other our best. Whereas everything else is like, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you. I'm gonna rip your arms out, I'm going to end your careers, I'm gonna end your lives. All that kind of permeates most of most of the matches uh including the smackdown tag team triple threat match the bludgeon brothers have already attempted to um actually uh actually kill people not actually but you know you know what i mean you know hyperbole and all that the hyperbole brothers hyperbole bludgeon brothers okay um, so let's first talk about the uh, NXT TakeOver matches. We have Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. It's an unsanctioned match. Um, if Gargano wins, he'll be reinstated to NXT. But if Ciampa wins, then Gargano will be banned from NXT forever. Forever. Um, will Candice LeRae be involved? Well, I think she might be busy winning the uh the the access tournaments uh at this uh, while this is all happening so uh she might not be able to to lend a hand here um so yeah i don't know i i don't know what makes the most sense who who should win this match i i think either way there's uh, so many possibilities moving forward um so i i i'm just going to go with who i want to win i want johnny gargano to win but uh, if if Champa wins, you know that's pretty exciting too. It's going to be a hell of a match. There there will be blood, probably. Um, then we have the North American Championship match: Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Um, I want Adam Cole to win. How about that? But again, I I would be totally fine with any one of these guys winning this championship um, because uh, well, hopefully, I mean it's already going to be defended the very next day. But uh, I could see this being defended on regular NXT episodes uh, much more often than we see NXT championship matches. Uh, pretty much, we've only seen NXT championship matches at takeovers since almost won against drew um drew mcintyre 
back in August. Was that August? Or was that Survivor's Series? I don't, I don't remember when that. I don't remember when that happened. Anyway, um, yeah, this match, uh, I, I believe it's also the first ladder match in NXT for a championship. There, there have been ladders involved in matches, but this is the first time something is hanging above the ring, which ladders are required to, to acquire it, that thing, the, the North American Championship. Okay, um, then we have the triple threat tag team match, uh, Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Um, oh, man. I, I, I don't think the Authors of Pain are going to win this match. Um, uh, these two will be smart enough to take them out of the picture because they are such dominant monsters. Um, they got to take them out of the picture so they can focus on each other and uh i'd be happy with you know i'd even be happy with authors of pain winning but i i see it being either undisputed era or strong and done um whether it's one of those two um there's a good chance well if adam cole wins the north american championship um and then undisputed era retains the the champ the tag team championship the next day adam cole is going to be pulling bubble bubble duty double duty um having to defend both of those championships uh at access um but then if roderick strong and pete dunn win um no matter the outcome of the north american championship because you know um then pete dunn's gonna have double duty the next day and we could see Mustache Mountain versus Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. The the original entrance in the Dusty Classic going against their replacements. That could be pretty interesting. Uh, next, we have a rematch between Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler. Shayna wants another chance to rip Ember Moon's arms out. Um, and I think... <laughs> I I I think it would be kind of funny if it was just a complete repeat from uh from Royal Rumble. Normally I think I would say don't repeat the things, but if we have Adam Cole just get beaten to hell because he's in two matches and then Amber Moon get beaten to hell um by Shayna Baszler again and then both of them are end up being in the the Battle Royal the next day. Oh, that's bad news for Adam Cole if he does have to have two matches earlier in the day. Three whole matches, totally destroyed, bandaged up. But if yeah, if if, if they do the same thing, they're both um <laughs> they're both have the honor of being in the uh, uh on WrestleMania on the main pay-per-view the next day again, but they're totally beat up and <laughs> torn to bits again. And uh, maybe one of them actually wins despite that. And then we have Andrade San Almas with Selena Vega versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. Whoever wins this match. Oh, who do I think will win? I think Shayna Baszler will finally win. <clears throat> and then we can have a rematch. Kyrie Sane, who defeated her for the Mayan Classic. We have a story built right in. Going after the championship to 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 win it from her because Ember Moon's got to be going to uh, Raw or SmackDown soon. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Um, 
whoever wins this NXT Championship match is going to be great. This match is going to be great. Um, Almas versus Black. I want Black to win and continue his dominance. Undefeated in singles competition so far. Uh, continue that. And then uh, Almas and Vega, they can do their do whatever their thing is wherever they want to. Almas can come into the Battle Royal the next day and win handily with Vega at ringside the whole time. They're like, what is she doing out there? She's not. There's not supposed to be anybody at ringside, but she is anyway because they allowed Gronk to do whatever last year. She'd be a less less of an impediment than, than that was. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. The, the, the main thing is that every one of these matches I am super excited for. And uh, whatever happens, it's uh, it's going to be great coming out of it also, I think. Um, okay, so now let's talk predictions for WrestleMania 34. Uh, so many matches. I'm not going to talk in detail about any of this. Let's start at the top of this list. We have the kickoff. I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. So we have the kickoff matches. Uh, Battle Royal. Uh, Under the Giant Battle Royal. I think uh, someone from NXT uh, should win it. Maybe. I don't know. Whether it's uh, it's Almas or, or Cole or uh, maybe even Johnny Gargano. Who knows? But uh, that would be pretty cool if one of them wins. But most likely it's probably going to be Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Um, a WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Um, Becky Lynch. Got a root for Becky Lynch to win, win that one. We have Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Um, either one of these guys winning is going to be great because the, neither one of them have held this championship before. It's for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, but I think uh, as much as I love the lumbar check, best finisher in all of the business, um, I'm rooting for Mustafa Ali to get this win. Um, so uh, there you go. Uh, then we have Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, they will be gone from SmackDown forever, which isn't really that much of a problem because they just go to Raw, right? So I think a Daniel Bryan dominant um, uh, match, him completely destroy these two guys. And then Shane McMahon does some stuff too. Whatever he does, that's fine. But uh, just seeing Daniel Bryan in action again is going to be so awesome. And I hope that they win. And then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they go over to Raw. They, they, they cause all the problems over there. And uh, we'll see what, what happens. And then we have Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, they're, they're not, Ronda's not going to lose her first match in WWE. She's going to she's going to totally make Stephanie tap out. She's going to break her arm off. It's it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler as Paul Heyman always says. And then we have the Triple Threat SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. So happy for the Usos. They're on they're they're not on the kickoff show. They're on the actual show. They are going in as champions. They will go out as champions, maybe. No, the Bludgeon Brothers. I think the Bludgeon Brothers are gonna have got this. We've got this in a triple threat match. I I believe that means there's no disqualifications. They can they can commit some funny business to just completely destroy these guys. Um and then that leads them to they're like, well, nobody can 
do anything about this. Tuesday nights, Authors of Pain, we will destroy you. Paul Ellering, the Bludgeon Brothers. The book has been written before and it will be again. But <laughs> he's never said anything like that, I don't think. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and a to-be-determined partner. This, I am looking forward to. Uh, it's anyway, It's probably going to be disappointing who his partner is. But it could be really exciting who his partner is. It could be, it could be anyone. It could even be Alexa Bliss, which I am hoping for the most. Um, and uh, it, 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 it leaves room for the bar to retain the championship because if he gets assigned, so it's it sounds like if he can't find a partner himself, then he will be assigned a partner by Kurt Angle. And uh, he could he could get a total dud, and that dud gets totally destroyed, and uh, the bar doesn't have to actually take down the monster. Among that, um, so I think the bar will retain the championship, but that all depends on who his partner is. If he has somebody who's freaking awesome, like Neville or Rey Mysterio, they could work some real magic. In this match. Okay. Then we have Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka's going to win. She's got to win. Then we have Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Um, Whoever wins this match. um, I think Carmella. Even though she's been trying to cash in on Charlotte Flair over the last many months. She may finally realize this is our chance. We're in the same place. We're in the same building. I I I can cash in on the Raw Women's Champion. Okay, I, I got to wrap this up. Um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I Either one of them. But I think uh, I think Nakamura is going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because AJ Styles has lost his confidence. And Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to win. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this whole thing with the UFC and all of that was to throw us off the scent. And Brock Lesnar wins after all. So that's it. I'm so excited. I am also going to a bunch of other shows. I'm going to Progress on Saturday. I'm going to Shimmer on Saturday. I'm going to Kaiju Big Battle. I'm going to WrestleCon. And, um, and of course, um, uh, Access, uh, as I've mentioned. Uh, I'm also going to be at Raw and SmackDown on Monday and Tuesday. Um, so I'll probably do special episodes just about those. Well, actually, while being at those, I will have seen everything for that week. Um, I will probably miss the taping for next week's NXT. So I will have to, to watch that, um, as it, when it airs, when it's available on Wednesday. So that's it. That's everything going into WrestleMania. I am super excited. And, uh, I was going to talk about those brackets for access, but, uh, okay, real quick. Who do I want to see win the championship? Uh, oh, not the championships. Win these invitationals um, for the the tag teams. I would like to see um, my number one pick, TM61. Um, and then for the women's championship invitational, uh, Kyrie Sane or Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. We, no, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. What about Dakota Kai? Um, and then we have uh, the United Kingdom championship invitational. 
Uh, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy versus Pete Dunne would be ridiculously good. So I, I think that might be the path we're on. And then the North American Championship Invitational. I don't know who they're going to be fighting against. But out of everybody on this list, I would most like to see... Oh, man. Akira Tozawa. Yeah. How about that? So that's it for this week. Let me know what you thought about everything and what you think will happen at WrestleMania uh, over the weekend and TakeOver, of course, um, by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back after the weekend or maybe even during the weekend with all of my thoughts on uh, everything on everything that happened it's i it's going to be nuts bye